Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode four of the Moving to Florida show. Today, we're going to be uh, tackling uh, the topic of should you live in a community with an HOA and what exactly is an HOA or homeowners association. So uh, I went to the website lawyers.com for the super interesting topic of uh, what is an HOA. Uh, before I dive into that, uh, my name is Judson. I'm your host of the show, along with my co-host, Mohit. Hey, guys. Hey, Mohit, how are you doing today, sir? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. Are you excited to talk about HOAs? Not really, but okay. I know it's every everybody's everybody's favorite topic, right? That is why I went to lawyers.com to to get this uh, description. I I want to see what is the definition of an HOA, and this is this is what I found on lawyers.com. Homeowners associations are common in many new single-family housing developments, as well as in condominiums and townhouse complexes. An HOA is the governing body of the development or complex, usually comprising homeowners who have volunteered to serve on the HOA board. So they go on to say that membership in the HOA is mandatory. Uh, I will say there are some HOAs out there that are not mandatory. I've, I've incur- encountered a few of those. Usually they're pretty expensive and not too restrictive, but uh, we'll, we'll get to that topic a little bit later. So when you buy a property in that's governed by a homeowner's association, you automatically become a member of that association. Some of them do, do require members to apply, and they may or may not approve you. So sometimes that's a requirement before you can even purchase a house um, that, that's inside of an HOA. So you don't have the choice of not joining the HOA. If you're going to buy a house that's in an HOA community, you have to join. Um, And you have a contract with the HOA. By joining, you agree that you'll obey all of the HOA rules. You'll pay regular dues and any special assessments. And um, just a little bit more of this boilerplate. HOA rules are called covenants, conditions, and restrictions. Uh, Those are sometimes abbreviated CC and R's or CCRs. And those usually apply to both you, the homeowner, and to your home. Uh, The CCRs uh, might cover what color you can paint your house, um, what you can plant in your yard, how many cars uh, you can you can park in the home as you know outside of your garage i guess is what that means um sometimes they'll determine if you can own a pet or not some hoas don't allow pets they'll determine if you can rent your property or not so there are a lot of you know possible restrictions to to owning a home that's governed by an hoa now these rules different between uh, different communities they're all different so let's just dive into that and talk about it mo what do you say let's go for it I know we both live in HOA communities. Um, I know you live in the Winter Garden area as well as I do. And I live in a HOA community that uh, takes care of lawn maintenance included in my HOA, uh, irrigation that's included in my HOA, uh, pool maintenance. We have a gym. We have, uh, you know, like four different parks. We have like three different pools. So uh, it is quite expensive in the in the uh, neighborhood that I live in. I think I pay close to $180, $190 per month. And there's seven phases. So they have to make sure all seven phases are maintained. Uh, trash is being picked up. Uh, the streets are paved. And the parks are maintained. The pools maintained. And, and so on and so forth. And they do a lot of programs for us. Uh, um, they do... Uh, like movie nights, uh, they do carnivals, food trucks. So they do a lot of activities in my neighborhood. Uh, but again, at the end of the day, it's still quite high at $190. It could be a good and bad thing. Um, 
I don't get to choose my lawn guy. Well, it does sound like you're getting a lot of bang for your buck there. I mean, it's $190 a month, but you've got access to a lot of amenities. You said you got three swimming pools? Yes, we currently have three swimming pools. Yeah, so currently. I mean, we get to pick any one we like. They have the, they have the big one here, which is uh, about two blocks away from me, so we, we walk to it. Um, and they have one in phase one, which you have to kind of drive two and then phase three is going to be opening up soon so they're going to have their own pool i I don't know if the other phases are going to have pools or not i know they had it in plans but uh, i don't think that's uh that i think three pools more than enough for a community like our like ours um they also are going to create a pathway to the school uh water spring elementary school Right now, my daughter's going to that school, so they're going to create that uh, passageway between the two neighborhoods, which uh, our next neighborhood, uh, neighbor neighborhood is uh, uh, Stony Brook. It's not Snow, it's Story Grove. Story Grove is the next neighborhood, um, and that's where the school is located. At the moment, we have to go onto the main street and then go into that neighborhood. Turn into that neighborhood. Okay, cool. So, so yeah, it sounds like you're getting a lot of bang for buck. You know, ours is a little bit different, but something I want to address first, since you mentioned phases there, and we may be con- confusing some new listeners that, you know, haven't started looking into Florida real estate yet, but we have a ton of new construction, um, not just in Central Florida, but all over Florida, but I would say especially in Central Florida. We've got a ton of new construction. So one of the things that we see is uh, the builders will build these neighborhoods in phases as they, you know, they'll do a phase one. And once they've just about completed that, then they'll open up phase two and build out. So you said that they're currently building a phase three in your neighborhood? They are currently building phase three. Uh, Phase two is... uh is almost sold out. I think they're about 90% sold out at the moment. So once they reach a certain amount of, like you mentioned, once they reach a certain amount of homes sold in a particular phase, then they open up another phase. And I guess uh, in Waterlee, which is the community I live in, um, they are going to be opening up seven phases. I think they're going to be having some apartments and townhouses in some of the phases as well. So, so hey, you mentioned townhouses there. You know, that's something else that we should address as far as an HOA. You know, if, if you're living in a townhouse, uh, it is most likely that you're definitely going to have an HOA because in a townhouse, the exterior of that structure, you know, there's multiple owners in a townhouse building, usually uh, three, four, five homes within each structure. And the entire exterior of the building is usually the maintenance of that is included uh, in the HOA, as well as usually the, the landscaping, lawn maintenance, all of that stuff as well. And they're structural as well. So the townhouses also, the HOA covers the structure, the, uh, the exterior structure of the, of the townhouse. Right. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, I know we had mentioned condos. Condos are going to be kind of a similar thing. You've got, but you kind of have two layers here. You've got a condo association, which maintains the building, right? And then you've got a homeowners association as well. So you've kind of got two separate entities that you're paying there. It might be a little more pricier to uh, as far as COA and uh, HOA, COA being you know condo association. Um, it might be a little more pricier, but usually that means the the value of the home or the value of the condo is a little lower. So it balances off that way. Right. Yeah. Typically, say if you take something that's the same square footage, maybe a, a smaller single family home versus a. a kind of normal three-bedroom condo, say they're the same in square footage, the condo usually is going to sell for less, uh, depending on location. You know, if it's overlooking the ocean in Miami, it's going to be more. But, uh, you know, but your condo fees do tend to be higher. I don't think I've ever seen a condo association where combined the condo and the HOA was less than, say, $300 a month. Yeah, those those are rare finds if you find one less than $300. 
Yeah, and, and common for them to be 500, 600, 700 as well. Yeah. Again, I think that does depend on location some too. Correct. Like like you mentioned, if you go down to Miami, which is predominantly condos down there, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, the, those areas, you'll see a condo you know prices a lot higher than you know single family homes because they're everywhere so I, I mentioned that our neighborhood is a little bit different uh, the neighborhood I'm in is completely built out this neighborhood was built about 11 years ago so completely built out it is a smaller neighborhood we've only got about 450 houses and our HOA is pretty reasonable it's 45 dollars a month what? Uh, it's actually a hundred yeah it's 135 per quarter so we pay it quarterly uh-huh. and it's 135 but look we don't have swimming pools i've got to pay a yard guy to come and do my my yard you know uh, i did get to pick your guy that's right i did get to pick him and i tell you up until the spring he was me <laughs> well that's one one plus point that when you are uh in a hoa that doesn't take care of lawn or has a smaller hoa amount like yours is that you get to do it yourself some people love to do the, the their own lawn and and, and sure. know, bed their own flowers and whatnot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, some people do like to do that, and you know, you but you also end up with this aspect. You know, we've got some homes in our neighborhood that are you know the homes beautifully maintained, the lawn is maintained, all of that. But then we've also got some that you know it's it's June or July, and it looks like they haven't mowed since January. You know, you unfortunately you just end up with those. Now that's part of the other thing that the HOA is there for is they're gonna you know be sending basically what amounts to a warning letter to those homeowners that uh, aren't maintaining the home to the standards, you know, the exterior of the home to the standards that are in those CCRs or the the lawn. They're going to send them warnings and ultimately they can find the homeowner as well. So definitely something to be aware of. So they do try to to take care and keep the neighborhood looking nice. I mean, that is the intention of an HOA. Yeah. And so your neighbors like don't make their house uh, a bright, bright pink with stripes on it. So, <laughs> so they, it's, I think it's a, it's a called a community beautification where what, or the, that's the term that they use to keep your lawn a certain height and keep your trees trimmed and your house a certain color. Uh, if you do decide to paint your house though, if you want to change your color, you can only use the color that's in their palette, the HOA's palette. That's right. So you may only have to choose maybe four or five colors, or they may have a bigger palette where they have 15 or 20 colors. Yeah, so I have a fun story with that. Uh, we we wanted to, we needed to paint our house here in Florida. The weather does do some work on the houses, so you, you do have to paint every 8 to 10 years or so. So we were kind of coming up on time to paint ours, and... Um, our, we found that the approved colors were somewhat restrictive, and hey, if I'm being honest, they were all almost the same color. There was like eight different shades of brown. There was there was one gray. There were actually two named gray, but one of the grays was actually brown in my opinion my wife said literally my wife said i feel like i lived in beige land everything is beige and i just need some color so we found out from our hoa they said well you can request a different color and and you know maybe we'll approve it and then you can paint it so we got to looking at it and we really wanted to paint it like this really pretty shade of kind of a dark blue and i mean looking at the architectural design of our homes we went it's going to look really good i even went to like sherwin williams and on their website you can go and pick the color take a picture of your house and it'll kind of do give you a good idea what that's going to look like on your house so yeah we we did that submitted it to the hoa declined 
okay, well, so we went, well, maybe if we went a little tamer on the shade, we did this like three times and they finally came back and said, well, look, I, I think it was one of the HOA board members was like, hey, I know they said you can request and maybe we would approve it, but we're kind of short on architectural review board people right now. It's just one of the ladies that's a board member is doing it, but we don't have anybody to do that. So she's just declining everything. So um, my wife, ended up going, well, I have a solution. And she volunteered for the architectural review board for the HOA. And and the architectural review board is, that's the uh, person or the board that uh, basically says, yes, you can paint your house this color or no, you can't. She did find that it was a little more restrictive. They, they were still not allowing um, us to do just, you know, whatever color. She wasn't able to, well, I'm the one in charge now and I can do this. But what she did is we ended up going to Sherwin-Williams and got new colors approved for our entire neighborhood. So they they selected like 10 color schemes. Um, they have somebody, you know, a professional at Sherwin-Williams that does this. They cl- selected color schemes that would fit the architecture of our neighborhood. And we had it approved at a meeting. And so now we actually have uh, some new colors. Um, ultimately, we didn't get that original blue color that, that we wanted, but um, we did request that one of them be a blue. We have a couple more gray options. Um, you know, we got input from neighbors. People wanted a little more color, so we weren't quite so drab with just everything being a shade of beige. So, so yeah, we've got some some pretty new colors now and and blue. We currently don't have the only blue house in the neighborhood. Um, uh, I heard that somebody else is going to be taking that color and running with it too. But hey, man, uh, I, I tell you, at, at one point, my na- my my parents, when they were coming to visit, pulled into the wrong driveway because they're like the houses just look too much alike, right? Yeah, so so we don't have that problem anymore. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of one of the things you run into with an HOA is um, you know they can be restrictive on stuff like that. So if you're if you're considering, hey, I want to be able to do whatever I want with my house, then maybe an HOA is not the right option for you and you want to find something that is outside of an HOA. So that's definitely something to be aware of. And we do have a lot of communities that don't have HOAs in them. So, um, I mean, if that's something that you guys want to do and have have less restrictions or the least amount of restrictions, because you still have city restrictions that we have to follow. Uh, we still have permit codes that we need to follow. Um Right. Yeah. So, so like a, a building code or, or things like that, you know, the city is still concerned with if your ga- grass is three foot tall and you're, you know, inside of a, um, inside of the city there, you're still going to have an issue with that HOA or not. Um, but they can't necessarily, I think, determine what color you can paint your house. Right. Correct. Um, and I know, uh, there was a thing that went around, I don't know, about six months ago, you mentioned painting your house pink. There was this guy that uh, painted not only the walls of his house pink, but the roof the trim the gutters it was all solid wow. pink did you see, this? see it from space yeah did you see this did no you know i did not about? so i mean everything was pink literally the roof was pink it was all the same shade of like this really bright bubblegum pink and uh, the quote from the article the guy was like it's my favorite color there's no HOA that tells me I can't do it. So true, you know. So what? I'm going to do it, and and it was. And I mean, I just can't imagine like, you know, waking up to to that. That's the house that you're looking at across the street, or something like that. You know, so so that there's kind of upside and downside to being in a community with HOA. Right. So let's uh, just like you mentioned, uh, waking up and seeing that. So then you wouldn't want to consider moving into a neighborhood that has an HOA. And so I know you mentioned that your neighborhood has a lot of amenities. You, you've got the the pool 
pools. You've got like walking trails. Um, I see some communities that will have dog parks. Yes. Um, that's, that's becoming a lot more popular these days. Um, a lot of communities will have a fitness center now, so you don't have to have a separate gym membership. So that's, that's a cool one. Um, what other kind of amenities do you see in, in these HOA neighborhoods? Now they have tot parks for toddlers. Yeah, that's actually, I, I, I didn't mention that. That is really about the only amenity that our HOA has. So, I mean, in a sense, for $45 a month, we're not getting a lot. I think we're getting, you know, somebody that, that is making sure that the, the neighborhood is maintained as far as, um, you know, the houses and all of that. Because, again, when we do have, you know, somebody that's not taking care of their home, it does get addressed. Sometimes it, it takes some time because it has to go through through the appropriate legal channels. But uh, we we do have a playground, and we have two entrances to our neighborhood. Both neighborhoods or both entrances are very pretty. I mean, they they change out the flowers like at least a couple of times a year. It seems like every season they redo them. They put up some Christmas lights at the entrance and stuff like that. So so you know we're we're getting a little bit there. Uh, and sorry, I cut you off. You you mentioned tot lots. I think is is what they're calling them now, right? That's what they're calling the playgrounds. Yeah, little tot lots. Yeah, little tot lots. Um, but they do they they do. A a lot of stuff for the kids in the neighborhood now because they're, mm-hmm. we both live in uh, uh, family-friendly neighborhoods. Uh, there are some neighborhoods that are 55 and uh, 55 and up, uh, 55 plus neighborhoods. Those neighborhoods have different HOAs. So I don't know uh, if you've ever worked in uh, in a 55 plus neighborhood or sold a home in there. Yeah, I've sold a couple of homes in in 55 plus neighborhoods. I think for the most part, just about every 55 plus neighborhood is going to be an HOA. Those do tend to be a little more expensive in my experience, usually because just like yours, they're providing lawn maintenance. Um, I know I sold uh, a home last year in the Kings Ridge community. That's just the, down the road from us in Claremont. And in that community, they actually have two 18-hole golf courses. So it's, wow. a, pretty, it's a pretty big community. Uh, now, I think the golf membership is separate, but, you know, living in the community, you do get some sort of discount on it. They've got, you know, huge community center, uh, two, two or three swimming pools there. Um, and in that one, they do the lawn maintenance, but they also pressure wash the houses every like two or three years. They come like, so they actually clean the exterior of the houses. And I think it's every six years they actually repaint the house. So that is included in those HOA oh, wow. dues. Yeah. Now they're paying for them. It's, it was, I know it was over $300 a month. It was, you know, 360 or something like that, I think. Yeah, but they cover a lot. Now, now another note on that one, um, that is a gated community as well. So something mm-hmm. else that you're going to see is in a gated community, the HOA is higher. And the reason for that is if it's a gated community, then the roads are considered private and not public. Right. Therefore, the community, the HOA has to pay for that road maintenance. So that's another reason that you see, you know, higher dues there. Yeah. Like you mentioned, they're private roads as well as the maintenance of the gate because you don't want your gate to be broken every every two weeks. Uh, and I've noticed that in some of the older neighborhoods that have gates, uh, their gates would be broken for about a week or two. <laughs> but, I mean, you're paying for it. So you're, you're going to uh, if you live in that neighborhood, you're going to definitely uh, request that to be fixed as soon as possible. But uh, going back to something that you mentioned that your wife jumped onto the board. The architectural review board. Yeah. So if there's something that you want added on and the HOA denies you and denies you for any purpose, you can always join their board and make the changes within. So if there's something that is in reasonable 
um, situations, reasonable uh, things that you want to add into the neighborhood, go ahead and join uh, join the boards, join the committees, uh, go to the meetings, uh, voice your opinion. Uh, HOAs love that. Yeah, they, they like people coming to the meetings for sure. And they're always looking for volunteers because I can tell you it is not an appreciated position. Now, what she's doing is is just approving you know things as they come in as long as they're within the guidelines. And, and she does have a little bit of leeway now that she's been doing it for a little while if somebody you know if somebody if somebody was to submit a color that's very similar to what we already have but not exactly like it you know she does have some leeway to to allow that it's just before they didn't have anybody in that position so it was just one of the other board members that was just doing it and they were kind of just very by the book you know type but yeah the hoas are definitely always looking for uh, for volunteers that is for sure anything else you want to add on hoa or non-hoa areas no i think we've covered it pretty well um you know hopefully this helps people in making their decision i mean as always we want to make sure that um, our listeners are informed as far as their move to Florida. We want to make sure that they make the right decisions for themselves and their families in their relocation. So that's that's kind of our goal and our mission that we set out for. Absolutely. So I think we gave um, some uh, some good tidbits on HOA. All right, Mo, would you like me to wrap it well, up? Let's wrap it up. All right. Well, if you'd like to connect with us about your move to Florida, you can reach us at movingtofloridashow at gmail.com or on our website, movingtofloridashow.com. You can also connect with us on social media. On Facebook and Instagram, our handle is at movingtofloridashow. And for Twitter, we did have to shorten it up a little bit. You know, they do limit your characters on Twitter. So our handle there is at movingtoflshow. See you guys soon. All right. Thanks for listening.